Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. love always self. I'm Shira. Hey y'all. I'm Carista. Hope y'all are having a great day today and thanks for joining us. And also hope you all had a wonderful, beautiful, happy holiday. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you got to spend some time with your family or friends, or at least got some downtime, some time to relax and just enjoy the space around you and connect with your own energy and the energy of source and all that is love and light. So hope you guys got to do that. Yeah. I know that's what I'm doing. So (laughs) and playing around with the whole, like, you know, like at my uh, place of work, it's just, we get like a week off. And so between the holidays Mm -hmm. and that's probably my favorite is just having the opportunity. Yeah. The opportunities to like wake up whenever you feel like it and not wake up with any. I never thought I'd say this, but I miss school and having like a month off during Christmas break and then three months off during summer. (laughs) That's why I miss school. That's why you miss school. (laughs) I miss nap time. I was like really young. I mean, you don't get that in high school, but still with like your kid. (laughs) But you need it as you get older. I I think we should have that in our culture. Some of the other cultures that practice that regularly, man, they've got it right. They've got it right. Don't don't some uh, countries, they actually get like two to three hours in their day for like a lunch hour, but it's like a rest hour. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Yeah. Let's incorporate that. Come on, we America. Could definitely, Let's get on this. I, I think we could definitely learn um, from other countries rather than just thinking we're this special country that's got it all figured out. Let's let's be real. We don't have it figured out. Things are changing all the time. Um, and so we should be able to be more fluid with how we support our you know, community and just ourselves and especially now that we are, you know, self-care is such a hot topic word. So I think that it would be nice if we could actually start incorporating that in our professional lives as well. But that is just my two cents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all working through the whole, you know, self-care bit 
And mm-hmm. and this is kind of the the theme that I know you and I clearly, this is the theme that we've created for ourselves is to mm-hmm. start with self. And then that includes a lot of self-care. That includes mm-hmm. like taking care of the physical, taking care of the spiritual, taking care of the mental, the all all of the encompassing parts of us. And uh, and even the the socializing aspect, like taking mm-hmm. care of, you know, relationships, quality relationships that are supportive of our overall well-being and growth and just experience of love in this reality too. Yeah. It's all important. It's all important. It's all connected. Everything's connected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even the intellect too, right? Like it, life is about growth and how can you continue growing if you don't keep learning? So learning new things. Yeah. Intellectual so, self-care. So speaking of growth, this is, I think where our topic is going today is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. looking at uh, what we're releasing and bringing into the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what we're clearing space for so what we're releasing letting go leaving behind in 2021 and you know clearing space for what is is new and better for our growth in this moment and in the near future into 2022 so what do we want to bring in well <laughs> let, let's chat about that shall we yeah <laughs> so for me i've been kind of keeping myself very locked away and submerging a lot into the the day job and what you and I are creating here and I've allowed a lot of for me personally I've allowed a lot of the fear of the sitch that's mm-hmm. what we're calling it everybody to really encompass me into my own little bubble. Now, granted, I needed a lot of what took place over the last, you know. What this provided you. Right, right. Like, that was great for me because I was so go, 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 go. So for me, the things that I'm releasing from this past year is my fears, that's been, that's my biggest one is releasing the fears of, uh, the traumatic experiences that I had at the beginning of 2021, going through the year of 2021 and all of the use of my discernment and adding judgments and fears and everything attached to those. Um, so my biggest release is going to be that, and that's Mm -hmm. what I'm planning to do and not bring with me into the new year. So, so you'll be releasing the attachment to fear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how that impacts our choices and our beliefs and our patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, not saying that fear isn't appropriate at certain times, right? We've discussed this several times in previous episodes that the, this, our ego placing fear in front of us can be a survival technique. So making sure that we are, you know, taking that time to practice that self-care, to check in with our body, check in with those thoughts and evaluate if that's something that you need to um, review more, you know, see where that fear is coming from. If there's something that you need to do to make yourself safe, 
Um, and then also reviewing to see if it's maybe a fear that's no longer serving you. Yeah. Right. That's a big one, Shy. It, it is. It's, so, it's not been easy. I can tell you that. <laughs> so by releasing the attachment to fear, tell me what that creates space for you to bring in in 2022. So I got to play around with this a little bit last night. My 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 husband and I went out to dinner and we went into a public space. I haven't done anything like that in a long time. Uh, and when I did this, this is what was coming up for me that I had been living in such a fearful state for so long that I was missing out on all the fun and excitement and adventure that I could have been having. And so I'm going to let go of the judgment towards myself that I went through that experience because I believe in the fact that everything that you experience is for its for your greatest good in the end, mm -hmm. right? Regardless of how you're feeling at that point in time. And so without trying to be judgy to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I just know, I just knew right then and there in that instance, in that situation that I was releasing what I was so afraid of. And mm -hmm. it was allowing me to experience so much more fun. So that's one of my next goals into 2022 is creating a more fun environment um, it, for myself and with my spouse and in and, and my family dynamics and with my friends and getting out and seeing you guys again and like doing doing the things that I, I love doing but are still in the same alignment that I, I want to be in. So that's... It's just going to be this entire year of creating the reality I have always wanted. And so here we go. Let's do this. <laughs> so playing in space, in, in the space that you're creating, being more playful. Being more playful in the space that mm -hmm. I'm creating. And just diving into uh, self-discovery of what that looks like for me and, mm -hmm. and how that makes me feel. So, you know finding things that I, I really enjoy outside of my tiny bubble here in my house. Mm -hmm. um, in your so, office. <laughs> it's, it's always the office. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, I did make this office very beautiful for me to spend time in. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a part of you uh, creating your sacred space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. It's important to have it in your house, but it's also important to continue to carry that sacred space with you outside of the house and recognize that you can also create that sacred space even uh, amongst chaos. Mm. It's difficult. Very. Say it was easy, but it's <laughs> <Should've> possible. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? What are you releasing from, from 2021? Yeah, so I am going to, I am releasing the pattern of having to control other people's experiences. So making sure that they feel good when they're, you know, uh, around me. So, you know, one of, one of my biggest things that I have done since I was a child is always be concerned about other people's perception of an event, of an experience, of maybe a relationship. And I've been frequently concerned about disappointing, feeling shame if somebody isn't feeling happy. Um, so 
I am starting to recognize that it is not my responsibility to choose for somebody else how they will feel or experience something. Um, I can do what I can to present uh, myself from a space of love and kindness and compassion and joy, but ultimately it is up to the other person to choose how they receive and experience something. Um, I also have to recognize that each of these people, whatever they choose to experience or perceive is something to help support them in their soul's growth. So if I am constantly taking responsibility to make sure somebody is happy and, you know, you know, feeling good about an experience, right. then I have the potential to take away their, um, possible soul like the, the growth in that moment that could be presented to them. So it's not my responsibility. It is my responsibility to choose how I, I experience something and choose the emotion that I want to maybe, or, or maybe not the emotion, but the, the path that I want to take in an experience. So that's, that's on me to do what I need to do for my soul's growth. And by living in love and acceptance of that for myself, I am supporting others by being the light in that. It's up to them, though, to see it, receive it, perceive it yeah. in that light. That's a great example. You know, I mean, as in you are setting an example, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you're taking, I mean, I just kind of want to say it, you're taking your power back. And, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's a beautiful thing to do. And that's something that I feel I'm pretty okay with, with that whole standing my ground on like the things that my wants, likes, dislikes, and, and sometimes that could get a little jacked up, but <laughs> you know, it's something that when you present that to others and they mm -hmm. see you do it, it's almost, they feel you know, and I don't mm -hmm. think they do it consciously, but they feel like they are now given permission to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it is setting an example, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. So I think this uh, clears space for less heaviness, right? So more light floating, not feeling that responsibility of affecting somebody else in a certain way, but really just standing in my own joy and love and feeling empowered by that and energized by that. So I, I think this is going to benefit me to be more joyful in my experiences because I'm less concerned about making other people joyful. And if I'm not stressed about that, then I can actually experience the joy. And then those other people can experience me being joyful as well. Right. Cause you're, you're not focused on the thoughts of others. Right. In that sense, you're focused on actually yeah. just enjoying the moments that you're in, which mm -hmm. brings about mm -hmm. usually a much more fun experience. Absolutely. Ooh, you and I get to play Absolutely. with that. Hey. 
More fun. You come to my fun experience. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't worry about what everybody else think. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think with that too, I'm able to release some of the shame of not, you know, surrounding, connected to not being able to control their experiences. Mm-hmm. So that's not mine to carry. Right. So again, feeling a little more lightweight and free to go with the flow and, you know, stop trying to control things as much. Letting go of that control factor. So le- releasing the worry of other people's experiences when you're trying to create a good experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on top of that, I know that when it comes to making a decision for, you know, what I want to do, I definitely fold a lot quicker on what I make other people happy. So I will also make space to do more of the things that I want. What does that look like? What does that look like? Like, What are are some of the things that you want to do? I'll get back to you. I'm still working on that, Shire. We haven't hit 2022 yet. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I definitely had some things that I wanted to do this past year that I didn't do, like getting my motorcycle license and stuff like that, just fun things. Um, But not saying that I've folded on that. It's just I haven't created space for that. Um, And and I think part of that's because I get so focused on, again, making sure that everybody else is happy doing what they're doing. And then if I happen to have time to do what I want to do, then I will do it. I think I just want to see your long purple hair on a motorcycle, like <laughs> flying, like because it's so long. Oh my and I gosh. just got this like cartoon, like anime image of like you on a motorcycle with your colorful hair, and it's just like going back, like from the helmet, you know, like I don't know. I'm Do you realize it. how many knots would be in my hair, dude? It would be <laughs> yeah. so much fun to watch. Though. <laughs> that should <be> great. <laughs> Maybe not brush out, but it would be amazing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please have a pink jumpsuit for this, please. <laughs> Not purple <laughs> to go with my hair. It works. <laughs> it just be super colorful. <laughs> be like, look at that unicorn riding on a motorcycle. <laughs> like a backwards unicorn with the <laughs> full on imagery in my head right now. I love every minute of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, calming down. <laughs> Did you have anything else that you were planning on letting go of in 2021? Oh man. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm working on setting boundaries. Some, some, I was on this uh, call at work and uh, someone had said to me, Hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you because, you know, I was at lunch and I was like, man, what does a lunch look like? (laughs) You know? And they're like, I schedule, you know, at least an hour on my, I block it out and I, and I make sure that I take that time to walk away and eat and things like that. And I was thinking to myself, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. don't do that. And, um, and I should, and there's no reason for me not to. And so it's, it's the awareness that I'm creating the hectic mm. decisions and choices. And I, and I could just block an hour, you know, might not be the same hour every day, but I could block an hour out on my schedule every day to ensure that I'm bringing in my nutrients and rest and resets and, and water and water. I know that's a mm-hmm. terrible, I'm bad at that. Maybe that I should put that on my 2022 list is drink more there you water. Go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hydrate. 
hydrate. I put a big banner in my <laughs> office. It just says hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I forget. So, yeah, I mean, and that's so that's setting the boundaries with the work is probably mm-hmm. going to be a big one mm-hmm. um, for me. And so that's that's it's a difficult one for me, though. And I and yeah. I know I'm going to I'm going to have some challenges presented with that one. But it's got to get done for my sanity. I mean, that that is definitely a regular challenge, right? Maintaining our sanity. So I, I think this is a really good one for you because your work days are so insane. And so I think this is going to be super beneficial yeah. to taking time to caring for yourself and connecting with your body and doing all the the things that we you know, talk about doing, um, prioritizing your needs, going to the bathroom, not holding on to the toxins because you've got too many people chatting you. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. First time you ever said that to me, I was like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're holding in toxins. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Just jetted off. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, I, I hope that this helps you learn that it is always okay to say, I'll be right back. Yeah. Especially when you have to use the bathroom or refill your water. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thought process to switch out of Mm -hmm. this, this thought of rest and relaxation is perfectly fine. And Mm -hmm. so setting a boundary, you know, and feeling like you're still doing a good enough job. And so it's a, it's a very interesting concept, especially when you've been in a workaholic mentality or state of mind for so many years. Yeah. And, and so that's something I know is probably going to take a while to transition out of. And then of course the, the woo woo side of me is kind of like, well, or you could just flip the switch and just do it, Shira. One of those mm-hmm. two. <laughs> so like, God, I mean, it sounds so simple, right? Just it do it. But it's so hard to like put into practice on a regular basis and make a, a new habit. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It's creating a new habit. So. It is. And I think it takes at least 21 days to create a new habit. So humans. <laughs> First three weeks of January. Let's go. Let's get on that horse. <laughs> Just make it happen. <laughs> what about you? Anything else you're going to bring into 2022? Uh, you know, this is one that I've struggled with for a long time, but my limiting beliefs on money. So always having to be stringent on my spending and being concerned about, you know, paying off debt before you know we do anything else to continue to work on our house or whatever it is um, that we feel is necessary to spend money on. So releasing any blockages that I have, any of these, you know, patterns of having to live within this fear-based mentality of not having enough, always being concerned, will I make ends meet? I've always made ends meet. Like there's never been a time in my life where I wasn't, you know, it's just, I've always had this fear or this feeling, this pattern that I have lived in of will there be enough? Yeah. 
and maybe not just in the immediate future, but in the long term, will there be enough? That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I, abundance is, um, is a interesting one to try and grasp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so fickle little beast (laughs) lady. Um, (laughs) so it, it is, it's one of those things where it's, uh, it's fluid. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot, and just in my own experiences, it has a lot to do with where you are in your mindset. Mm-hmm. And there's all these people out there that talk about, like, I'm sure you could YouTube search, like, abundance, you know, manifestations, all of that. Um, but it's that releasing that thought of lack that that's the hardest part. And and not feeling abundant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. I watched a, a YouTube video in the last couple of days, and it talked about the the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm, I, yeah, I, I haven't read it, but you know, definitely heard of it. But the reason why poor families continue to be poor and you know, even if they do all the things right and are super smart with their money, uh, and then why rich families always do well, even if they are stupid with their money, is because it's this mindset that they have grown up around and created these patterns in the first seven years of life. Uh, and so that is the pattern that I am releasing is what I learned in my younger years of being fearful of not being able to make ends meet. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. It, it requires a lot of discipline. Ooh, trust. And trust. Mm -hmm. That the universe will deliver. Yeah. And that, you know, even if the flow of money is impeded in that moment, the potential that this is something to assist you in your growth too. And it could be an experience that you also need to have. Right. Like it might be something that you called in to have that experience. Right. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, all it the is. Time. It's a horse pill. <laughs> hey, Zeus. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> I called in what I've done that I've had moments where I'm like talking to my higher self and I'm like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> I don't want this at all <laughs> and so, then I learned the lesson from it and I'm like oh, I see. And that took longer than I wanted <laughs> so Ugh, lessons. Yeah. <laughs> well, that intellectual self-care. Like, can I just get the download and we just talk about it and that's cool. We don't can have I to just go get the, the Cliff experience. Notes version? Right. <laughs> can you shorten this? Shorten this up a bit. <laughs> so um wanted to quickly chat about some numbers because you brought this up during our last episode and I just thought it would be a good thing to review again since we are sure you're not aware. (laughs) Let me make you aware. We're moving into 2022. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Time is 
material mind fuck. <laughs> so um, for our fun with numerology today, uh, we just wanted to chat about the number two and the energy that this is bringing forward for the next year. So the number two resonates with vibrations of and attributes of service and duty, balance and harmony, adaptability and diplomacy, cooperation and consideration, receptivity and love. So um, what some other words that I picked up were unity, creativity, awareness, acceptance of self, harmony, please bring on the harmony, compassion, also please bring that on, <laughs> open discussions and partnerships, mm-hmm. and service to others. So all of this is, you know, it's just all different words or aspects of love. But, you know, working together to recreate the community that we desire, that we see in our heart, that helping, that loving, that connected community. So that's kind of what I was um, bringing in for 2022. Wow. I love that. And with 2022, this is interesting because I received a little, a little nugget from the guides this morning when you and I were about to hit record. Mm -hmm. The creation of self is and always infinitely will be the awareness of self is what they said. And I'm going to have to just totally make a social post on that because that is so beautiful. And a lot of mic drops are in that. And what you just said with the the significance of the twos and how mm-hmm. it has an association with the new beginning. It's kind of like yeah. talking about that design, that creation, that awareness mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. that allows us to bring on those new beginnings. And you you can't have new beginnings without endings. Mm-hmm. And we, I think, have been... Uh, receiving a lot of information about things that are no longer serving our community for good. Uh, Yes, there are things that have never been good in our community, right? That has not really served us in a positive aspect unless we look at the soul growth that is needed for those individuals. But as these things continue to come to light, we are able to actually address them. Right. I know it's hard information. I know it's sad. It's can be scary. It can be angering as well. But I hope that we use that fire that's ignited to create this united front of love and support and service and unity within our collective consciousness. It's, it's well needed. And I am looking forward to all the lessons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we will likely be experiencing in 2022. But with that breakdown, we start to build up. So yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. While we were talking, I was playing around with my one of my new decks. Everyone, I got a new deck, the Oracle of the Fairies. I just love that by you were so aligned with fairies. It's I not do. even funny. I, I love even that. Have, like fairy ears. <laughs> <laughs> just naturally. <laughs> um, so I was asking for the collective, what what are we bringing in? What is our focus? Um, how do we bring in these good energies in 2022? So first one is recognizing how precious time is and the well, present like moment. Hat. Oh, I thought you were saying her top, but yes. Her top Isn't that cute? It's very steampunk. It is. She's a steampunk fairy. I love it. Yeah, she is. Um, so time is precious. Not that we are short on time, but the moment in which we are in is the precious present. If you haven't read that book, it's a really good book. <laughs> it's super short. I think it's I read it for kid. She's like, Shira, <laughs> you would it. even read this. <laughs> <laughs> so recognizing the beautiful opportunities in each moment to recognize the joy, the magic, the love that is coursing through each moment. And then with that magical experience, so bringing in, I know, more magic in general. (laughs) So being open to seeing the magic, right? It's, there's so much magic in everyday life that we just passed by. We're on our phones. We're consumed by what we're doing on our to-do list, what we forgot, what we should have done differently that we miss out on seeing just the, the smallest, beautiful, magical things, whether it's a flower blooming, a leaf falling and floating down from a tree, the clouds moving across the sky, the full moon on a, on a you know, clear night. Uh, the joy of playing with animals or children, uh, planting, making food, just. I just heard that even the distractions have magic within it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you open your awareness to it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all this is about. <laughs> it's, it's opening our awareness and, and being open to receiving these little nuggets of magic. And then finally, we're going to bring in more music, guys. Heck yeah. So raise your vibe music. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so whether it's singing, whether it's playing an instrument, dancing to the music, uh, even music in your own head, this is all about play, about having fun, about moving our energies, our vocal energies, our spiritual energies, our physical energies. All of this is, again, to raise your vibration. And that will help you connect with your higher self, your source, or not your source, source and your guides. So let's bring on some more let's present, being present, uh, seeing the magic, and let's do it through music, guys. Oh my gosh. And that'll be incorporating the fun piece. So we're, yes, we're let's, let's go play. dancing. Let's go dancing. How yes. long is it I know. Even if it's in the backyard, like I'd be fine with that. Just moving those hips. Like we're, we're, we move in such a single direction 
right? Our hips get so stagnant and the energy just gets stuck in our hips and we get so much low back pain and abdominal discomfort and knee pain is, you know, from being pulled from shortening muscles from sitting, like, let's just move our asses. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move our asses. Let's shake it off. Do those weird hip moves, you know, don't care about what people think. Just do it. Little Zumba. Little Zumba. (laughs) Little Shakira, Shakira. (laughs) She knows what she's doing, seriously. Yeah, some belly dancing. Get that get that in there. That lady has like zero grounding issues. (laughs) My gosh. She's she's incredible. Yeah. She's magical. She's ageless too. She doesn't age. What is that? (laughs) But I, I, I feel like when we move our hips, right? There's I don't know, this sense of feeling young and because we're moving all that energy uh, that that can stagnate from sitting so long, I do feel like that is a component of keeping ourselves young, right? Not it just is. like how we look, but how we feel too. Yeah. Oh man, we could talk an entire another hour about youth and, and being youthful, but that's for another episode. So, all right. So in closing, we've got fun things to to look forward to in the upcoming year. And mm-hmm. yes, and fun things to uh release from the current <laughs> year. Yes. We are clearing out the old, letting it go and creating space for new energies and new guidance and new patterns and things that will serve us better going forward. Mm. The theme of 2022, let it go and let it flow. (laughs) Amen to that. Love it. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you have, again, a wonderful holiday uh, rest of your week and have fun bringing in this new year. And let's just focus on that just love and excitement and creativity and creation. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. And Happy New Year. Don't forget. Love first. Love last. And love always. (laughs) Bye. listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love love always. always Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.